Whistle. G'day and welcome to the Sport Report's full-time whistle where we call time on the day and give you a wrap-up on what's happening in the world of sport. I'm Michael Caruana. Happy Thursday. I want to apologise first off for getting a bit too heated yesterday. I am eternally apologetic. I don't know what really came over me, so I promise that I'll be a lot calmer today. You have my word, all right? Ooh, kumbaya. That's what I'll be saying in my mind. In sport, and it seems like Manly want to keep a hold of St. George-bound Shane Flanagan, but logistically, it doesn't make sense. Also, there has been a selection bombshell at the Brisbane Lions, plus we could be in line for a sporting public holiday on one condition. That's all coming up on today's edition of the Full Time Whistle. Dragons officially announced last night that Premiership winning coach Shane Flanagan will take charge in 2024. It's a big coup for the struggling side, securing Flanagan for three years, with current interim coach Ryan Carr seeing out the head coach role for the rest of the season. The only thing now is what Flanagan will do with his current role. The 57-year-old is the assistant coach at the Manly Sea Eagles, and the club are adamant that he'll stay there for the rest of the year, and he has their full backing. Yet this could come at a cost. Fox League's Gordon Tallis made a really good point too as to why Manly shouldn't let Flanagan stick around. All I know that if I'm a coach, I'm looking at that roster. If you want good players, aren't you? and you're right there and you see them every day. While it's nice that Manly is sticking by Flanagan and Flanagan is honouring his contract too, it could easily backfire. I'm sure the Sea Eagles won't be too happy if a few of their players head down the Princess Highway to a new home in Wollongong now, would they? The first PGA Tour where the Live, PGA and DP Worlds have all combined is soon to be underway. The US Open tees off tonight at the Los Angeles Country Club with last year's runner-up Scotty Scheffler and nine-time PGA winner and breakaway Live golfer Brooks Kepka firm favourites. And with a $17.5 million US purse, every golfer, regardless of their previous employer, will be eyeing a piece of that prize. But for any of the long-term PGA players, it seems a payday will be coming for them regardless of their US Open result. The Telegraph has reported that the Public Investment Fund, the Saudi group that backed the Live Golf, are set to create a compensation fund to help mend the bridges between everyone. This money pool will reward players like Rory McIlroy and John Rahm, who stayed loyal to the PGA and were quite vocal about their disapproval of the merger. It has not yet been disclosed how much the loyalists will receive, but it could be huge. The live golfers that jumped ship way back when it started received sign-on fees between 148 and 296 million Aussie dollars. Regardless of the compensation, hopefully it's all kumbaya with all the players and their bank accounts now, it seems. <laughs> The Brisbane Lions have been rocked with a selection bombshell. (laughs) Veteran players Daniel Rich and Jack Gunston have ruled themselves out indefinitely due to their dissatisfaction with their form. According to coach Chris Fagan, the two players went to him on Monday and asked about their football. Quote, they're not happy with the way they're playing at the moment. They believe their form doesn't warrant selection. Fellas, well done. Being honest about your need for improvement, it's good. And not many other players would do it to take a step back, take yourself out and go, hey, I need to be better. But you shouldn't be too hard on yourselves. Brisbane have lost two on the trot now, including a 25-point loss to Cellar Dwellers Hawthorne. 
But the blame shouldn't be just put on you two. It should be put on the whole squad. Apparently, the pair will not even play reserves, instead going through a new training program so they could return to their best later in the year. Yet, I wouldn't be surprised that, hypothetically, if Brisbane can't turn this form around, then they'll be rushed back into the side ASAP. They've got a semi-easy game against the Sydney Swans tomorrow night that looks winnable. The key word there is looks. These two boys, they could be back in the team before they know it. Unless, of course, they've got other intentions. As suggested by Rod Cudahy on the radio show I'm a part of, Canberra Raps. Because our form is horrible and we want to take time to really train and improve ourselves. Huh. What so- are they really doing? <laughs> You're so sceptical. Yeah, I'm Why like, thinking, yeah. let's get on it. Check the flights. These boys go on the barley. There it is. You get a good deal on some flights. you got to come up with some excuses to why you're not going to be around for a couple of weeks. Improve my form yeah. in Vegas. Yeah, we're selflessly. Form. We're stepping ourselves down. You don't need to do it. It was simpler times last year when the FIFA World Cup was on. Australia was on a run that hadn't been seen by our country since 2006. Nothing could stop us. Well, I mean, one thing did stop us, and that was the eventual tournament winners, Argentina. But you couldn't take away what they achieved. And there it is. Can you believe it? Written off too many times to remember. Australia has found a way. Found its way to the Elite 16 of world football. The country can keep on dreaming. However, before they were knocked out, football fans around the nation wanted a public holiday to celebrate the team's achievement. They pleaded to the Prime Minister to let us all have another day off work, to which Albo said, if they win the whole thing, then you can get a day off. That goal was basically unattainable. It was Albo giving himself breathing space to obviously not give us another public holiday. But I know what you're thinking. Mick, that was last year. Why are you bringing it up now? Well, it's because we have another chance of getting that public holiday. And the Matildas, the Australian women's national team, has laid down a marker here with a benchmark performance. Albanese has said that if the Matildas manage to win the upcoming World Cup held on home soil, then, quote, rest assured there would be a public holiday. But then in the fine print, dependent on each state and territory. So, you know, get your hopes up and then just bring them down just the tiniest bit. And this is a real chance too. The Matildas are ranked ninth in the world and have a pretty easy group and the advantage, of course, of playing in their home country too. This could be it. Not just Australia winning a World Cup, but getting another day off. I mean, the pressure's on now, girls. You already had the nation's football fans behind you. Now you have everyone in the country who wants another day off, which, if my calculations are correct, is everyone. (laughs) And lastly, some breaking news. And once again, it's not good news for New South Wales fans. Drives the machine down. They put it down. Mitchell's away again. He'll crawl Latrell Mitchell has been ruled out of Game 2 due to the exact same injury, a calf strain, that ruled him out of Game 1. Just like the series opener, the 18th man, Stephen Crichton, who was one of New South Wales' better players in that first match, comes back into the starting side with Matt Burton, now the new 18th man. Blues fans, try and see this as a glass-half-full situation. Mitchell hasn't played for a couple of weeks, and while he is built for the Origin Arena, coming into a must-win game, not really match fit and carrying an injury, probably wouldn't 
wouldn't be the best idea to play him. My question is, though, why was Brad Fittler choosing injured players in the first place? It's not only Mitchell, but his Rabbitohs teammate Cam Murray and Panthers forward Liam Martin too. You've had players out there who aren't injured and are in form that you could have selected, but you didn't. Why, Brad? Why? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I promised I wouldn't have gotten mad, but I just, I can't help it, okay? I couldn't have helped it. But that's it. Your day of sport wrapped right here on the Sport Report's full-time whistle. I'm Michael Caruana. Thank you for listening, and I'll chat to you tomorrow. Mix here. Have you seen this Dolphins documentary? No, but I'm wanting to. Should we watch it together? Might have a bit of insight. Sleepover. I don't know. Oh, no, we're not that far. Not that far. It's a sleepover (laughs) or we're not doing it. (laughs) Well, then we're not doing it. (laughs) Canberra with Rod and Gabby. Weekdays from 3pm on Mix 106.3. Or streaming now on the free iHeartRadio app.